Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the Profitable Urban Farming Accountability Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Drew Sample. I am the owner of Capital City Gardens here in Columbus, Ohio. My other co-host, you may know him from the Urban Farmer Podcast of Season 1. He was on with Curtis and... Curtis Stone, Diego Footer. And actually, if you're listening to this now, which is Thursday, assuming that I got it out on time, which actually I've been pretty no, good you about will that. Get it. You'll get it on time. I mean, it's been coming out on Thursdays. No, you're going to get it on time. Pretty consistently now. Yeah, it Scott. has. You've been good. You've been good. Fucker. Anyways, <laughs> he, he's going to be featured tomorrow on Permaculture Voices. Just him and Diego Footer. So make sure you guys go there and check it out. Once it comes out, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, um, so I'll retroactively do that. Anyways, his name is Scott Hebert of Flavorful Farms. They spell flavor weird in Canada, though, so if you are looking it up, you're going to have to put a U in Flavorful. Scott, how you doing today, bud? Good, man. I wonder if there's some people that don't find me because of that. Uh, I don't know, man. You're Canadian. Probably not. Like on, like on uh, Google and stuff, it would all get fixed or it would just yeah. send them to that other one anyways is there another flavorful farms no but it would it like it searches across um language yeah. like that you know yeah. what i mean yeah like for sure it, yeah i think i'm still probably the one that comes up if it, you typed it without a u on like google or something did i, I did know. i tell you about this business name i had an idea for when i moved <laughs> properties i was thinking that um i would still be capital city gardens but then we would just have a, a farm called flavorful farm but it's going to be spelled correctly and I would oh, just yeah. operate underneath that umbrella. That's pretty funny. Just steal all my ideas. <laughs> I, just, I even found this cool logo. Um, this, one guy, this one guy doesn't <laughs> a, use it anymore. A... But yeah, it's a carrot that's really two Fs. That's funny. All right. Anyways, what did you get done this week? Um, I just had a pretty, well, a kind of regular week. I went and did my restaurant stuff. And then um, I didn't go to the farmer's market again. Yeah. Um yeah, I sold all my pea shoots to restaurants, and then um, my radish shoots got burned in the heat because I forgot to water them um, on the last day. Not I kind of they they were looking not very good. Like I usually harvest them on Wednesday, and they weren't looking very good. And so I was like, "Oh, you know what? I don't need to harvest these uh, today. Maybe I'll just put a bit of water on them and try to see if they come back a little bit." Yeah. And yeah. then I went and harvested my pea shoots, and then I forgot to water them. So mm-hmm. then I went out there the next day, and they were just gone. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "Oops." So. Yeah, so I didn't have any um, microgreens to take the farmer's market. And then I was just like, um, I woke up on Saturday morning and I was like, man, I was like, I didn't really want to feel like going to, and standing there for like 50 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was like, okay, so I canceled that. And then I went and I just like, cleaned up my, like I still worked, um, but I just like, yeah, I cleaned up my whole um my whole space, my whole area again. And then I built a bunch of stuff. I built... um a computer desk and yeah, man, I just got really organized. I put like all my tools on my wall and I um, made some upgrades to like my workbench out there. So now I've got like, um, I, ha- I bought like um, bags on a roll from Uline. 
right? Yeah. And now I've got like sticks that they spin on so I can just like pull them off really easily before they were just like flopping around and stuff. And now I've just got like spots for everything. And most of my stuff is put away. So because I've got that tool cart thing too, that's where all my tools go. And it's just like, I don't know, man, I put, um, I've always wanted to have these stairs on my, um, on my porch too. Like yeah. ever since I've lived here for like three years and I, I never did it, man. Cause I couldn't decide if I wanted to face them south or west. And I was just like stuck between like the indecision of, um, if I wanted it south or west, and I never put these stairs on, even though it would made would have made for like such a better flow off my porch. So, like, um, were these stairs that you built, or were these stairs that you already had that you just had to connect? There was there was a landing. There's a square landing that's probably like eight by eight, and then there's a staircase going down the east side. Okay. And I wanted a staircase out the east side, and then another one out the west side. That's kind of what I was thinking. That makes you know sense. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just because because like, my, um, my fields are to my west. So when I go to my fields, I have to go down this east staircase and then walk around the porch, right? Like it's not that big of a deal, but it just, like, it just is for how many trips I make out there. Yeah. And then I was like, um, yeah, man. So anyways, I put these fucking stairs on my house yesterday. I just, I just made them. I was just like, fuck it. I'm making them. I got everything out right now because I had all my tools out. All my tools were really organized. So it was really easy to do the task because everything was already there. Yeah. Like up on the wall. Like my drill was there. My hammer was there. I had my box of screws there and I was just like, oh, I don't really have an excuse because before it was like this whole big thing. You know what I mean? I had to go like get the tools and find the tools and do all this shit. But now it's just like, on the wall and I was just like and the floor was clean because everything was clean so I had space to work on my stuff Yeah, and so it was just like really easy and then I was already going to um, Home Depot to get some lumber and stuff and some other things and I was just like I just bought a couple pre-made pressure treated uh, stair treads and then I was just like this is perfect and I hammered it out and it took like a fucking hour and I'm so I just I was sitting on my stairs yesterday and I was just like so happy I was (laughs) like last night it was so funny but yeah, man, so I did that and I got a whole bunch of, like I got my desk, I got this computer desk built in my house. Um, it's just got like my desk on it and I built a mic stand out of wood and then it's got my printer on the bottom. So it's just a lot more efficient like when I do my office stuff and now my computer has a designated spot. It's like not on my countertop and not on my like writing desk. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, like a lot more, like everything got like a lot more efficient um, this week. So I had a lot of fun, um, I had a lot of fun building that stuff. Uh, and it, I just feel like I like got to a different level of like, kind of like cleaned up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like, I feel really good. And then I, yeah, man. And then I realized like, it was just cause I had, I had time to do it all. Right. And then I really started thinking about how much that, how much time I've been spending at that farmer's market for like, not that big of a return. So I emailed the lady today and told her that I'm, I'm not going to come to the farmer's market anymore. You emailed her today and you said, fuck off, bitch. No, I'm just teasing. I didn't say that. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was kind of like what we've been saying, though. I mean, and I actually... Yeah, you... I just thought it was... I just thought it would... I thought there was the possibility that it would get better, but it never did. Like, my first week was um, was was my best week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was, like, only three weeks where I went over 150 bucks at the market. Just... Um, and yeah, like my first week was one of them and I was like, okay, well, if I made like 170 bucks here today, I'm like, maybe it will get to like, maybe I'll have the possibility of getting to like 250 in the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, then it'll be like worth it to set it out for the season. But then like, yeah, man, I went and it was just like some, like if it was raining, you'd be lucky to get a hundred bucks. 
right? Yeah. And you've got to pay your market thing on top of that. And it takes you harvesting time and your whole Saturday is ruined. And then when I come home in the afternoon and I didn't make that much money at the farmer's market, I'm sad too, right? Yeah. So I don't do anything for the rest of the day because I'm just pouty. I'm just like, oh. Also, you got to go stand in the sun all day and then you have to grind out. Yeah, I don't care about that. People coming at you. Okay, yeah. you could say you don't care about that, but it still takes a toll on you, man, when you're talking. Oh, that, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I meant. Yeah, oh, whole, okay. The yeah, whole yeah. day going. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a waste of day, day, especially yeah, when you have a full-time job or a part-time job. Where it's close yeah. to full-time. It's a full-time. It's a full-time job. Oh, you're doing 410 still? No, I do 48s, but I mean, so whatever. It's not part-time. That's part-time, buddy. Oh, sorry. Part-time. Yeah. How dare you? Listen, I don't know how you uh, I don't know how y'all do it up there in Canada, but down here in the US of A, that's legally considered part time and you can't get health insurance typically. Do you know oh, that? Yeah. yeah. No, no man. <laughs> from Canada. We have we don't have that shit. I know. Anyways. Well that's pretty yeah, that's pretty good, man. But I think you know, just this that's kinda like a, a reoccurring thing that's been going on this season for us is that like, man, even though I made money at the farmer's market and I could have kept grinding it out, but then it's like I just didn't have time to do anything else because by the time I got done there, I was so exhausted on Saturday. And then No, man. I think that you you could have been – that's not what happened with you. You did not have crops. You were selling out at the farmer's market at the beginning of the year, and then you didn't have crops. That's what happened. You didn't get burned out at the farmer's market, man. You were doing good at the farmer's market. You were selling out. Yeah, It I was know. cool. You and then you ran out do, of shit. You could just let me uh, finish what I was saying. Do you want to do that? Mm, I think you're wrong, though. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, let's listen to what I say first, and then we can make that determination. Okay. So I was hustling at the farmer's markets, and then I ran out of crops, and I didn't have anything ready because I was spending, all my, I was spending most of my time getting ready for the farmer's market. I was spending uh, Thursday night packaging microgreens, Wednesday night packaging microgreens at zero fridge space. Uh, Then I would wake up early Saturday and harvest all my lettuce, or I'd do it Friday night and I'd just throw it all in my fridge if I had space. And then I had to bag it Saturday morning and I had to get everything done. And then it was just like it was a big ordeal, man. And it was just – it was – it just it wasn't I, without the cooler setup and everything else like that. It wasn't it wasn't really efficient with my time, and that was yeah, it. Got to be efficient. And then I didn't have crops because I was spending all my time getting ready for the farmers market and doing the farmers market. So like it, it was kind of like if I if I wanted to like I I, I definitely could have made more money, and I definitely had I planned better with a cooler, like I had my walk-in cooler situation figured out. Before the season started, I would it would have been way better because I could have cut stuff and just put it in the cooler. Had it in my washing and drying station set up before the season started, I could have washed it, dried it, threw it in the cooler. But I just didn't have any of that stuff, man. So because I didn't plan well, and and that was pretty much it. So that's it, bud. That's yeah, what man. I was saying, Scott. Before you <laughs> I, rudely interrupted, I agree. No. No, Drew. That's not well, what no, happened. Well, no, you were talking. You were saying before about though how it's a better use of your time, right? Yeah, because it's a better use of my time to actually just sell to 
that restaurant that will buy as much salad mix that I can sell them. Um, yeah, but I think you still could have been really solid on the microgreens at the farmer's market. I could have. I definitely could because have. Because didn't you already have all your shelves set up at the very beginning of the year? You had all those shelves in your basement. Yeah, I sure yeah. did. So, I only have uh, three of them. So I still have more to set up and build. So. Yeah, but I've only got... I've only got space for um, maximum 24 trays under lights. Yeah. I've got, sorry, um, I've got three, three shelves, six shelves with lights on them, and each can hold four trays. Yeah. What is that? I can't do math. That's going to be my spare bedroom when I get a single wide and put Oh, on. yeah? Yeah. Or I could I do was, I was going to, no, I, I was going to grow mine in my house originally, too. Yeah. But I don't want the uh, moisture in there. Okay. The humidity, you... you know what I mean? Yeah, so you do it in your shed then? Yeah, I do it outside. Oh. Hey, man, you don't want to... Um, Rob Avis, if you listen to um, his... You know who that is? Yeah. Um, if you listen to his podcast with Diego when he's talking about... Um, what are they called? What kind of passive solar greenhouses? Yeah. Um, Diego asked him, like, do you attach it to your house? Or something like that. Like something about adding it on. And he's just like, no, man. Like you don't mix with the humidity with the house that you're living in. Um, and like mold just comes, man. Like there's no really indications of it sometimes. It's just it, all of a sudden it's just there and you're sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't really want to fuck around with that in your house. Um, so, yeah, he just said like you want to make like the structure separate from your house. That's just what he said on the podcast, I think. That makes sense. I might just set it up in Cody's garage then. Yeah, man, that would be a, a lot better of an idea. Or, yeah, um, yeah I think I'm going to, like, I think I'm going to hoop house mine when I make a hoop house. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind well, of Well, wintertime, though, it's going to get, it'll, it'll, I think. Oh, yeah, but that's why I've got that. Here. That's why I've got that. Yeah, it'll be too cold here, too, but that's why I've got that thing set up for inside. Yeah, for sure. Mine set up already for that. But I still want another spot outside so that I can scale up production. Yeah. Because, like, this, that space will get me through this winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll have to figure something out, out because I'll have to have all my starts going, but hopefully in February and, um, hopefully by then like January, February, March, I'll still be doing like, um, I'll still be using most of those shelves for microgreens, especially now that I'm not going to the farmer's market. Now I have more time to go, to go after more restaurant customers and stuff and just really focus on, on one market stream for now. Yeah. Right. And then just, and then start working on, um, just getting everything set up for next season and what I'm going to do next season and how I'm going to grow next season. What's my approach going to be for next season? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, I feel, actually, I feel like a lot. I don't know. I feel like next year I'm going to be able to, I'm going to execute way better. Yeah. How much do you think you're going to make next year? Well, yes, that last week. I know. I don't know uh, if it changed. I don't. You know, I'm still going to shoot really high, man. I'm going to shoot for a hundred grand. I want to try to shoot for that on the acre and just see what happens. Because I think I, I think I'll probably like my goal is going to be a hundred, but I'll be thrilled with sixty. How many beds do you think it's going to take to do a hundred? It's going to take a lot of beds, Scott. We already talked about if I could do eight hundred a bed. So eight hundred, eight hundred dollars a bed. It's one twenty-five. It's one hundred twenty-five beds. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not good at math and head like you, Scott. Oh, I'm not good at math. I, I use my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't do math in my head. It's like th- 13 plus 7. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Get on my calculator. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, man. I think uh, – so, I, I, I mean – you know, so that, I mean, that's the goal. I know there's a lot of stuff that still needs to be figured out and sorted out. And I think next year is going to be growing pains in a different way. But I think, you know, I think that's what I think. I just think that's crazy. I think that's, um, that's all, that's a big goal, man. Yeah. It's sure really it big, is. It's really high. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's, it's attainable though, especially if I'm doing this full time. But I might uh-huh. still have in just you have to be so job. efficient. You have to be so efficient. That's 125 beds with at least three crops in each bed of a high value crop um, with nothing going wrong and everything sold. Yeah. So you're going to have 125 beds and not lose a single crop to anything, not to irrigation, not to weather, not to pests, nothing. That's, um, that's the goal. Right, so you're gonna have to have at least you're gonna have to have at least two hundred beds. Two hundred beds. Oh yeah, because you got to build resiliency into your system. Then yeah, that's true. Right, yeah. and so you're like you're beginning, man. You have no fucking idea what to do. Uh, like you can't go out there and see there's see there's holes in your produce, and then say, oh shit, we have to put insect netting on this you have to already know that it's there yeah. and redo it so it doesn't happen and you have to have that happen 125 times um for three crops in each bed yeah and then you have to sell it and you have to have the customers to buy it when that stuff is ready yeah to take that volume and you have to have your system set up to process that volume um at that time and then distribute it to your thing. So you're going to need like, like 125 beds would be a lot of produce coming off. You're going to have to have your walking cooler is going to have to be shit, man. You're probably going to have to have two or three of the size of a walking cooler that you have now. Yeah. You need two or three of those trailers just to handle the amount of produce coming out. And then plus two, cause a lot of shit's f- fucking up. Now you're going to have a lot of waste. So you got wasted time and you got like a, uh, like for a hundred and hundred and fifty thousand for like a half acre man, Curtis is doing that in his whatever seventh year with full time help. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, there's probably no way I'm going to hit a hundred grand. I'm just saying that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shoot for the stars and land on the moon, buddy. No. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Did you ever watch The Patriot with Mel Gibson? Oh, yeah. It's a classic great stinker. Yeah, man. What? And he's like, aim small, miss small. Aim small, miss small. Yeah. Yeah. No. It doesn't mean... It doesn't mean... That doesn't mean don't go for it. It means that you focus in on a very small target so that when you miss, your miss is off the mark by a hair. Yeah. If you go for $100,000... And you only get to twenty thousand. Like, is that a fucking win or is that a loss? Like, you're gonna be halfway in the season. You're gonna be like, oh no, well, I, I need well, to, I need to make at least fifty grand. Yeah, there you go. That's a lot more realistic. Yeah, but that's still gonna be a lot of work. It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. How many beds are you gonna have next year? I'm gonna have three hundred beds. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> that's, it, that would be a good. 
Hey, man, I got that BCS. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll, Scott. That's true. You got all fall and winter full time. When are you going to quit your job? Um, I don't know. I might get fired. Oh, yeah. I got to figure that yeah. out. I mean, that's the move to make. If I'm going to leave, I need to get myself fired. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't collect unemployment, Scott. Come on now. We just got good ideas all over the place. This <laughs> No, seriously, if you're going to make a grandioso exit, I mean, you should make it worth your while. I mean, you you pay into that. You might as well take advantage of it. So, I mean, that's what I didn't do the first time I retired, Scott, was I didn't have it set up so I could get unemployment. Would have, would have, would have, I would have enjoyed my life a lot more that year had I had unemployment. Instead, I ran out of money and had to go work at Best Buy. I just lost my job and went to work on my farm. What's that? I just lost my job and went to work on my farm. You lost your job? Yeah, with my dad. Oh. Last year, he was just like, boom, yeah, done. Yeah. But then and you I got was a like, job oh. right away. Uh, yeah, but I got a job so that I could farm. Yeah. Like, I got a job so that I had enough money to, to, so that I didn't have to worry about uh, my farm making money right away. Well, yeah, I mean, I got, I got my job so I could do this cool shit and figure out what I really wanted to do. So that's mm-hmm. how I got my job. Wasn't yeah. I didn't I wasn't like <laughs> I'm gonna be a career lifer here at XYZ Communications Company. <laughs> like no way, dude. Like the whole time. Like I you know, for the longest time I haven't ironed my shirts or pants because it's like why I work in a call center, why does this matter? Who am I trying to impress? The person <laughs> on the other end of the phone that's gonna curse at me and hang up on me? Yeah, it sucks. No, thank you. I I d I don't know if I could do a job like that. Dude, no, of course you couldn't. I think I would just start swearing at people. I think you would lose your mind. That's why I have to leave. Oh yeah, I would. De- oh yeah, I would. Yeah, actually, that's probably true. I would definitely lose my mind. I just would no, be like, it's like my I, like the serious. Seriously, like you remember when I started when I got hurt earlier? It's from sitting in a desk chair and sitting in a fucking cube all day, man. Like that's not good for you because you don't sit with good posture. The chairs aren't like good chairs, and so then I I try to get like a. I, I got like a stability ball so I could like sit on it and try to roll out my hip and everything like mm-hmm. in between calls and the HR guy comes over and he's like, those aren't allowed here. And he's actually really cool. I'm like, why isn't that allowed? Well, it's a danger. You could fall and hurt yourself. I could fall and hurt myself on this chair. I don't understand what the difference is, but apparently it's some company liability. So I had to deflate my ball. They took my <laughs> balls away. They took my balls away. That's pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so you know what I got done this week? What would you do? Um, well, I, I don't know. I did a lot of kind of maintenance around the farm, pulled weeds, made sure everything's getting watered. Um, I harvested and um, used uh you know it was kind of weird it's like you know i got this washing and drying station i should probably just use it to try to get a a flow down so i uh i harvested all the um arugula mizuna and just just covered in flea beetles it's super delicious so cody came and he helped me um we washed and dried it and then we bagged it and i gave it away to a bunch of people at work and some people probably pay me i think this girl's gonna pay me because that's what she she does, and then um, wait, did you give it, you gave it to them or did you sell it to them? I gave it to them. Yeah, then don't make her pay. Fuck that. Well, no, she, I'm not going to make her pay. But if she gives me money, I'm going to take it. 
No, if you no, if you gave it to her as a gift, you don't take her money. No, I mean now they think now they think that every time that you give them a gift, that they're gonna have to pay you. If you if you sell it to them, sell it to them. If you fucking are giving it away to them, just give it yeah, away to them. No, you know what I mean. No, yeah. Like if you want a gift, there's nothing wrong with giving it away and stuff. But like, and or or just tell them that it samples or something, right? That's pretty much what it is. Just be like, yeah. if you want to if you want to buy stuff next time, you can. But uh, this one's for free. You yeah. can have this one, right? Like yeah. I do that. Like I think I'm going to take because I, I didn't go to the farmer's market, right? But I had harvested some lettuce. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to after we get off the call, I'm gonna, just going to go bag it up and then bring it to work tomorrow. Yeah. Right, and I'll just put it in there, and I'll just be like, "Fucking everybody can take some," because I haven't taken stuff there. Um, I haven't really taken. I took free stuff there at the beginning of the year, but yeah. then I didn't really take any stuff. And there has been, um, there has been some people buying for me yeah. at work, so yeah. that's nice. But I usually hook those guys up anyways. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I get them extra, and like absolutely, uh, yeah, just try to be nice. Yeah, for sure. So that's um, that's what I'm gonna. So I did that, and then that everybody enjoyed it, and they said nice things, and people were, were happy. Um, I went to a. I, I got some work done on Saturday. Like I, I got my house clean, man. I've been keeping my house clean, which is really That's good. good. Um, yeah, keeping good. stuff organized, throwing shit away right away. I've been staying on top of my laundry, um, just doing stuff that just being an adult, like just just making sure I'm handling my shit on my own, right? Like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't want, you know. I like the idea that, like, I can cook for myself. I clean up after myself. All that stuff, man. It's like, it feels good. You're a big boy. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. Um, and then, uh, yes, yeah, so then I went to a bachelor party on uh, f- Saturday afternoon. And uh, I went and got a rental because my truck's a $1,000 and I'm not going to drive it two and a half hours away. And I got a free Mustang upgrade. So I drove like 100 miles an hour. Up to Cleveland. That was fun. And then the next day, I went and got breakfast with Rob Kaiser. And Rob and I talked for quite a while just about him and his business and what what he, what he his plan is and how his plan's changing. And just kind of the importance that making sure that this is still fun, right? Like the second that this stops being fun, you need to, you need to take a look at what you're doing and, and think, you know, is this really... Is this really it? And I'm not talking about like those moments in farming where it's like, man, this fucking sucks. And then you get it done. You're like, oh man, I'm, I'm glad I got that done. It's like, you know, you, you, you don't want to get to the point where you're hating every part of the process. Um, and that, that was kind of what we were talking about. Um, yeah. Are you, I'm not doing this for fun though. I'm not doing this to like have, well, I am like, I want to have a good quality of life, but I wanted this to be like my career. Yeah, no, me too. But no, like quality of life—that's the bigger thing yeah. we're talking about. Quality of life, like you gotta, you have to enjoy this, um, and you're not gonna enjoy it all the time. But you have to, you have to find it fulfilling. So, um, so we talked a lot about that and what Rob changes Rob might be making in his business, and he's just, uh, he's just kind of going to the lab because this is his second year, and um, it's just not going the way that he wants it to go. And yeah. And, um, and you know, he's busy, dude, he works probably 60 hours a week too. And, and it's, it's a tricky thing for Rob. He's working his dream job, but you know, he's trying to switch to, you know, values-based lifestyle. So, um, but it was good hanging out with Rob, man. I, I, Rob's like a brother and, uh, I missed him. Like, like it's, I had so much fun, like hanging out with you and him and PV3. I think the three of us had a lot of fun just like, and then, uh. 
went immediately from hanging out with Rob down to the other lumber squatch, Mr. Greg Burns's farm, Nature's Image Farm, and um, we drank some. I had some leftover beer, some craft beer, so we drank it out of mason jars. And he showed me around the homestead and uh, t- showed me just the difference in heritage breeds. And he uh, he just actually because you know he lost us two hundred birds. Um, so he got some, uh, what are those, the Cornish crosses. So he's like, you know, I gotta make, I gotta make my money back somehow. So, uh, he's got some Cornish crosses going. Um, and they were looking good. Their, their babies are getting big pretty quick. His turkeys are so cool. The heritage turkeys. So, um, you know, I, I got one of those for Thanksgiving and they're just really curious turkeys that breed of, uh, turkey that he has and then he took me up into the woods and he was showing me the way he's been running his pigs through the woods and that's it's really cool and fascinating the way the way greg's doing that um and just a lot of stuff so we did a we did a podcast then afterward we ate some i ate some pig some pork belly bacon which was just super super delicious and some of their homemade uh maple syrup and apple maple maple applesauce syrup with pancakes, so him and Susan were just super, super generous. And um, uh, then we recorded a podcast. I got home at like one thirty in the morning last night and passed out and had to get up and go to work. So that was that was pretty much my weekend, man. And cool. week, yeah, you yep. sound, you sounded really bored there. You're like, oh, cool, Drew. I smoked a pork butt. What you smoked on, some pork butt? Yeah, on Saturday. That oh, that's what I was thinking about as soon as you said you had that. Belly bacon. Yeah. I started thinking about my pork butt. Yeah, man. I smoked it. And then um, I ate pretty much most of it on Saturday, yeah. <laughs> like by myself. I just kept eating it. It was pretty funny. It was about the whole thing. That's good. Are you? So what's going on? Because you got that free pig. Is that guy, um, is he still, does he just call you for produce or you just? No, I just take him stuff every week. week. Take stuff to him every week. They, took, yeah. they had a couple of weeks off while no one was there. But yeah. um, I'm not taking stuff to him every week. That's cool. Yep. It's very cool. Yeah, it's good. Worked uh, out well for everyone. So what are you doing next week? Um, I'm just going to... Oh, I'm going to keep cleaning up and um, make a better plan. Like, I just decided today that I'm not going to go to the farmer's market anymore. So that's a pretty big change because yeah. now I have a lot more time. But now I also have extra um, product to move. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I don't really know what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to keep doing my restaurant sales and I'm going to reformulate my plan. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to continue to get stuff done. I got a, I got a appointment today with a really nice restaurant chain, upscale restaurant chain for microgreens. I got a, I'm going to send a picture of the microgreens going, set the appointment up with the, um, kitchen manager and, then I gotta harvest some lettuce, deliver it to Jay. This what do you do when you what do you do when you um set up an appointment? Um, I bring samples and then I just talk to No, like stuff. what do you, how do you get a hold of them? Oh I got his I got his phone number. I'm just gonna text oh. him. Oh, you haven't texted him yet? No, we've been in conversation. No, oh. yeah, we've we talked. I actually met him at a bar. I met him at a bar right next to it and then we just talked about food and how much we love food. And he thought I was huh. a great dude. Cool. It's like, you're such a good guy. No, I didn't say that. I don't know. It was actually something interesting that I didn't think about. Like, 
Uh, did you listen to Anthony Bourdain's book? No. You didn't? It's in there. You should. So when you read Anthony Bourdain's books, you realize that there's a lot of drugs and alcohol in the kitchen in a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why don't I hang out at this bar next door? And then I was there. No, I'm just lying. So I happened to be at a bar that was next to the restaurant. <laughs> and uh, this guy came in and he was wearing chef pants. And we were just kind of bullshitting at first. And we started talking about food. And I started talking about being a small-scale vegetable farmer. And he thought that was super cool. And he just told me about how they do these specials and the chef and how they really like it there. And then if we get in there, there's another restaurant that would could buy more of my stuff that's part of the same ownership. And it was, uh, it was a good, good, good thing. So this is a big meeting. I got to make sure I do that. But they're mainly... They're mainly just interested in the things that um, Naughty Pine isn't. So um, they don't want my salad mix. They just want microgreens and mizuna and arugula. But I can't fucking get that to grow. So then I'm probably going to go to um, Tractor Supply this weekend and get some of this 9-gauge wire um, to try to get get some of the squares for the uh, bug netting and see if I can do that. So... Um, cause Chris Gilbert of Gilbert grapes, Gilbert's grapes. Um, he hit me up, uh, before we even recorded today. And he said that you can get nine gauge wiring. Uh, it's, uh, it's a specific kind of nine gauge. It's called, what is it called? It's called metal wire. No, it's called brace wire. So utility embrace nine gauge wire. He said he did this. He said he, um, basically you can make square and semicircle hoops. You get 170 feet for about 14 bucks. Um, you'll need, uh, small chain cutters. He just borrowed some from the family, but he said it's uh, really rigid. The hoops even hold snow and you'll have to check it out and, uh, tr- give it a try. So big shout out to Chris Gilbert for hearing my pain with flea beetles and addressing him. That's it. Cool, man. Um, is that it? We wrapping this up? You got yep. anything to add? Okay. With that being said, guys, go to newfarmsupply.com. Use code word sample and save 20% on anything you purchase. Also, if you go to Nature's Image Farm or you just email naturesimagefarm at gmail.com, you can get uh, the Bocking 4 and 14 of Comfrey, um, the roots. Greg will mail that anywhere. So let him know, and he'll mail it to you. If you want to place an order, just contact him. Uh, they're currently, they still have some chickens in stocks. So they're selling uh, craft forest-raised chicken, uh, turkey, and you can get on the waiting list for pig. Um, I don't know if you guys saw those pigs have another couple months before they're they're getting slaughtered and they're huge. See how big that pig was, Scott? No, I didn't see it. I sent you pictures. Oh, that's the pig? Yeah. Yeah, I seen that pig. I didn't know that um That pig's huge. That pig is big. Yeah. I mean it makes me look tiny. Yeah, man, pigs are big. I was surprised how big pigs were too. Yeah, they're super friendly. Oh. They were, like, sniff, sniffing my toes, and I was like, all right, I'm going to move my feet. Yeah, they were getting ready to eat them. No, nah, they're pretty full. It, it was actually pretty interesting. There's a lot of mist that um, 
about pigs that Greg Greg quickly got addresses and I get them to address just because it's like, you know, pigs will eat themselves to death and just certain ways that people raise pigs that that's it that it doesn't really make sense to do it that way. So anyways, that is it guys. Uh oh, and also how could I forget? Go to profitableurbanfarming.com uh, or just click on the link in the show notes and you guys can actually save $100 off of the course. And that's it. Anything else you want to add, Scott? No. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. And we look forward to talking to you again next week.